This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now on Joy 94.9, this is The Glow Show with your hosts, Victoria Police LGBTI Liaison Officer Gabrielle Tyak, Joy's own Will Lanting, with a range of Victoria Police staff and Joy volunteers coming together to inform and support our diverse LGBTI communities. Here is The Glow Show on Joy. And welcome to The Glow Show on Joy 94.9. And, uh, yeah, thanks for the news, guys, and Murphy's Law, thank you for such a great show tonight. We really love you and uh, love being on your show at 4.30. And, as always, I'm joined by my partner in crime, Gabby Tyak. How are you today? I'm good. Why don't we laugh as much as the Murphys? I know. Well, we're a bit more serious at times. At times. Well, we're, we're not comedians, are we? Well, we're serious people. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Seriously something. Except when it's Highway Patrol. Oh, yeah. I know. We've got to get that back again. We need Beck. We need Beck. Call for Beck. But (laughs) but instead of Beck. Yeah. Almost almost as good, if not better, Constable. (laughs) Just as good looking too. Jeremy Oliver. Jeremy, welcome to the Glow (laughs) Show. How are you going? Yeah, very good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Our pleasure. Now, first, we'd just like to get to know you a little bit. Um, Okay. You uh, obviously, you joined the police force, hence you're here, (laughs) quite clearly. (laughs) I did, yeah. What made you become a police officer? (laughs) I joined... Uh, going on just over a year now, um, and I'm 36, so it was a bit of a late career change for me. Um, in a previous life, I was a HR practitioner. Many things led me to joining police. Um, I'll just rattle off a few things. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I was getting tired of doing a desk job mm-hmm. and doing nine to five. Also, like, but I really loved working with people, um, and I loved giving advice, and I loved working with people through like challenging situations and getting them to a point where there's a a good outcome and helping them along that path and that journey. Um, And so it took me a good year to kind of sit down. I went on a few holidays and I just really thought about what would be my next step in terms of work and what I can see myself doing for the next 30 years, you know, up until I retire. Um, And I narrowed it down over that year down to police was my number one job because of the whole nature of it. It's like, you know, shift work, it's working out in the community with, with people, you're giving really good advice um, to people, you have to be very empathetic, um, the variety um, that you get with a job. Um, so, yeah, it, all in all, it took a long time to figure it out, but I think, you know, it came out on top and I made it through the recruitment process, um, which I heard was quite arduous and quite long. So I had to see how I went with that. Yeah, it can be. Lots um, of lots of steps going through the process. There is, yeah, yeah. And you've got to be very patient um, with the process. Um, and, yeah, um, went through Academy and now I've been out since uh, February. Wow. And you're at Collingwood Police Station. Yes, yeah. So I'm stationed at Collingwood. Uh, yeah, just by, tucked behind the little town hall there in Collingwood. Recently arrived and recently a new minted glow. Yes, yeah. So I've been there for a few months now um, and also just became a GLOW, so a gay and lesbian liaison officer. LGBTI liaison officer. Yes. You've got to get with the times, Jeremy. That's <laughs> old school. Why are we changing this? So we, GLOW so... And it's the name of our show too, so we can't... You've got well, to go back. We are GLOWs. <laughs> we were always kept the brand name because yep. yeah. it, it started off in 2000 and even in trials in the 90s. Um, 
LGBTI wasn't really a term that was used then. Yeah, so yeah. it was gay and lesbian liaison officer, which was GLOW. Yep. And we also got the the, the um, acronym from New South Wales Police because they started a number of years before we had had the um, role here. Yep. But community has changed and acronyms and inclusiveness all comes into it. And so we changed what we are called to LGBTI liaison rather than gay and lesbian. But we've kept the brand name GLOW, which is why we're the GLOW show. Mm. Great. So I'm so, glad I had to explain that. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're out at Collingwood, so no doubt that would be reasonably challenging given all the Collingwood supporters and the Collingwood jokes <laughs> that are out there. Yeah, and because I'm a Kiwi, I don't even like I don't <laughs> like footy as well. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> but yeah, look, it's um every police department has its own unique challenges and uh yep. issues that it has to deal with. You know, what's what's some of the things that uh stands out in your section at the moment in Collingwood right? yeah um I think um we have the challenges we face uh you know we've got a lot of um high-rise commission housing mm-hmm. um there's a lot of mental health in our community um we also have um a lot of what else a lot of like small petty theft so like theft from um, motor vehicles uh bicycles go missing and things like that but yeah I think the main thing is oh, and also people causing trouble because we've got like a lot of um, bars and um, you know like Smith Street and Brunswick Street, so people kind of you know getting drunk and causing trouble. Yeah, so it's a very we're very responsive um, area. Oh, okay, so it's interesting because I know um, recently uh, you attended the Northside Bazaar with me. Yes. Um, yep. So it's just across the road from Collingwood Police Station, really. Yeah, yep. And we were having a conversation because. Prior to going to Collingwood, you were working at Brunswick? No, sorry, you were uh, working Northcote. at Northcote, sorry. Yep. Um, and we were talking about how different the policing roles were because at Northcote you were really involved in a lot of family violence response. But yeah. moving to Collingwood, it's very different. Obviously, there's still family violence, but there are all these other things that you were working on, including drugs, yes, yep. um, that you weren't really involved in at Northcote. So it's yeah. interesting where you work can sometimes change what the, you're doing as a police dynamics. officer, yeah, yeah, yeah what you're responding to and what Absolutely. you what you become really good at working with because you weren't dealing with those issues as much at your other police station and you come somewhere new yep. and you've got to learn a whole new set of skills. Yeah, and that's it. Like you go to a job and you'll have um, follow-up and uh, paperwork and it'll become a file that you investigate and work on. I think the contrast from where I was in Northcote where there was so much family violence and therefore your flow-on work was family violence related. Coming to Collingwood, it's it's yeah not as much family violence and I'm unsure if that's because it's not reported mm. um, or because it doesn't happen. Yeah, it's completely different. It's more, um, more people causing trouble, the theft, petty theft, which I think is a result from the higher drug use. And it's interesting, um, Jeremy, because... We had you on the Glow Show before we were, became a live show on Mondays at 6.30 when you first really graduated from the Academy. Yeah, yeah. So back in March, I think it was. Earlier yeah. this year. And we were talking about the um, LGBTI network that we were, that was running at the Academy. Yeah. 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 So that's good. Well, that's, that's very fantastic. interesting. So yeah, yeah. it's his second time on the Glow Show. Now he's a yeah, now confirmed a constable. <laughs> Is that right? Yes, yep. Yep. And at his new station. Yep. And and I remember back then you were talking about wanting to be a GLOW. Yes, and but yep. you were very interested in in becoming a GLOW and taking on that role. And it's taken you a little while to to really be able to do that job. Yes, yeah. Yep. 
Um, so I was waiting until I found out where my confirmed station was because I was only going to be at Northcote for about nine weeks. So waiting to hear where I got and the heavens opened and I got Collingwood. Um, I may have cried. It was such a great day when I found out. <laughs> so do you want to explain a little bit what that means? So you've, you've graduated from the academy and you go out to a station. What does it mean when you, you have to wait to find out where you're going to be to be working, working for yeah. What, what what's the process there? Yeah, so um, you you put in your preferences for a division, and a division ha- may have anywhere between I don't know six to ten stations within that division. If you think about it, we put forward our three preferences, and then within those three preferences is six to ten stations. So really, we can be state we can be sent to you know upwards of thirty different stations. So it's a real gamble. Hmm. Um, I've put in for the city division, which encompasses um, like Richmond, Fitzroy, Collingwood. But I didn't hold out any hope that I'd get that because, you know, you hear stories that no one gets any (laughs) preferences. Some people get their first preference. It came through in an email and it was like I won the lottery. It was amazing. Oh, that's good. Now, obviously, you've you've got yourself into Collingwood. You've got yourself settled and you wanted to become a, a glow. Yep. Now, this is something that I've been asked a few times is what what's the process for when you're a police officer and you obviously put in the expression of interest and I assume it goes to Gabby and she puts you through a training program or an awareness program. So what's what's involved? Can you walk me through? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I didn't actually know um, that GLOWS existed um, before I joined police. So it wasn't until um, the uh, documentation you get through the recruitment process and talking to other people um, about the recruitment, that's when I heard about the, the liaison officer role. Um, or the portfolio and program. Um, and then, so it was just having more conversations throughout Academy, being part of the LGBTI network through Academy. And that's where I met Gabby and uh, Jen. Um, and also getting involved in um, a lot of other things. Um, you know, uh, walking in Pride March last year, which was amazing. And hot. Yeah, very hot. Uh, <laughs> it was so hot. <laughs> and our uniforms are very forgiving. Like They're all like nylon and... <laughs> I think we our boots were melting to the bitch, yeah, yeah. bitumen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's, a... let's hope next year, 2019, it's a bit cooler. Oh, yeah. It was like the surface of the sun, <laughs> I tell you. I never forget it. So that was your first involvement in, in doing LGBTI sort of role. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and was your first GLOW uh, event, Northside Bazaar? Um, yeah, it would have been. Yep. So um, in the weekend just gone, um, yeah, you and I went down and then a few others joined later in, later on. And yeah, it was so much fun. And really good to, you know, just to be able to walk across the road and have yeah. this fantastic event, like right on the doorstep. I know. And everyone was so lovely. And well, I know quite a few people in the community anyway, but um, it was just nice to see them and also just um, be police presence and know that we support everyone and, you know, they can come up to us and have a chat. So now you are a glow. Yep. What does that mean for the community? So we have GLOWs at many, many police stations around the state. Not every police station, but we're trying to get there. If someone lives in the Collingwood area and wants to speak to police, why would they speak to you rather than someone else? I see my role as um, a support to the LGBTI community, but also other police members um, that I work with. And what that means is that, for example, if you... um, you're involved in a um, family violence incident um, and you do identify with the community. Um, what I do is I will just, um, I'll be in the background with the member that is working on this particular case and investigating it. 
um, I'll be in the background just asking, how's everything going? Um, you know, do you want me to contact the, the we say AFM, the affected family member, um, and reach out for support? Um, you know, I, I have a lot of knowledge about all the different um, resources that are available um, for us and for the community. Um, so it's giving other members the advice and the education around that. So you're a friendly face and a contact point for the community. Yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. tremendous stuff. Um, more to come. We're going to talk about Jeremy's uh, advocacy work you know, doing a march over in the Himalayas. Uh, you're listening to The Glow Show on Joy 94.9. This is The Glow Show on Joy. And you're back with The Glow Show with Will and Gabby. And we've been talking to Constable Jeremy Oliver, a glow from Collingwood. Now, Jeremy, I know that you went for a lovely stroll in Spain recently. Would you <laughs> yeah. like to tell us a bit about that? Yeah, sure. Um, so I, It's probably a bit more than a stroll. <laughs> yeah, it felt like more of a stroll at the time, but it kind of it looks like one from the outside. So <laughs> I did, um, it was the Camino de Santiago in Spain, um, which is an 800-kilometer walk. It's a lovely stroll. Yeah, yeah. How long did <laughs> that take? Just for a month. <laughs> a month? Uh, it took 25 days in total. Wow. Um, I didn't have any rest days. Um, I put it to myself as a challenge, um, but um, did it and raised um, several thousand dollars for minus 18. So um, our local, well, it's a national um, organization, but it's um, based in Collingwood. Um, and Minus 18 is an LGBTI youth network um, that, for people that don't know, run workshops for training for um, like schools and businesses that are looking to become run more inclusive programs and just to educate people. They put on events for, for the youth um, and make them more accessible by allowing, like um, making them free and also people getting to the events um, they support help people with that as well it's creating a network for for youth out throughout australia the glows have done a lot of work with minus 18 for many many years so we used to attend pretty much all their they run events during every school holidays dance events and other community events for young people and uh, they have their queer formal every year which which um hopefully uh next year um we'll we'll get you along to seeing you've done a lot of work with them but yeah they're a great organization doing wonderful work and that's amazing that you chose them and how did you choose them out of so many different organizations that you could have um given that money to yeah so um i when i decided that i'll be fundraising because i thought you know it's the biggest um challenge that i'm going to ever going to do in my life i think doing the the walk and i thought it'd be great chance to raise some money and I decided on minus 18 because I think um, when I, I grew up in a very small um, country town in New Zealand, if you can tell that I'm a New Zealander. <laughs> uh, I nearly got you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you about that later. You got in yeah. first. <laughs> and look, my education and my first introduction to to being gay really was through television. It's like shows like Ellen, her sitcom. Um, it was like Queer as Folk. Um, and I didn't meet my first gay person until I was 19. 19. How crazy is that? Well, um, that you knew of. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. identified in that. Um, so it wasn't until I moved away from home and then I got introduced to this um, LGBTI youth network in New Zealand. And um, it was like 
my world just opened. It was amazing. I met some really great people. Um, I felt like I could truly start to identify with who I was. Um, and yeah, it was, it was such an integral part of my life and a really big turning point as well. And I think to put support behind any youth network, LGBTI, because, you know, because I identify with the community, um, yeah, just I think it's such an important part of you know any any young person's life is to have um, a group that can um, really sp- speak for you, yeah. um, give you the support, um, have get you in touch with other people that identify the same as you, um, because I feel like you know teenage years are the most hardest time in our life, mm. and if you um, some people have to try and navigate them by themselves, and that's really scary. And I think um, if you don't have the right role models or teachers or parents or family friends that um, help you navigate that, um, you know, not also including things like mental health and you know, um, lots of other things that can impact your um, your upbringing. Um, so yeah, I think to have something like minus eighteen there to support you as well is just incredible. Yeah, your work as a glow with with Collingwood. Yep. Does that dovetail into minus eighteen at all? Do you uh, bring some of your glow or police work to the organisation and provide support for the community? Yeah. So, um, as I mentioned before, um, we have um, a referral system and like a support network. Things like Thorn Harbour Health, um, Switchboard, minus eighteen is there. So, um, I would be if I was to come across a um, LGBTI um, teenager mm-hmm. or young person, um, and even if they haven't come out yet or they're still, tr- you know, figuring things out, um, I would be letting them know, speaking about minus eighteen to them, their family, if they're comfortable with that. Um, so yeah, absolutely, I'd be using them, um, and also when they run events, it's getting like Gabby said before, it's um, getting involved in those as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I have an amazing platform as a police officer to do some some work, so I think why not use all these organisations that are out there? This minus 18 is just fantastic. I wish it was around in the 80s. When we I all was, say that. Yeah. 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 And it yeah. just it really puts a tennis ball in my throat. You know, I'm just, it's very emotional. Any of yeah. the glows that have gone to minus 18 events over the many years that we've been going always say, and myself included, I wish there was something like this when I was growing up. And there wasn't. Yeah. Not that we knew of anyway. So to, to promote these organisations and these support networks is yeah. fantastic. We know that mental health is directly linked to, um, for young people who are LGBTI identifying, is directly linked to how many people in support networks networks they're connected to yeah so that if you're not connected to anything your mental health is a lot poorer than if you've got one two three four different exactly. support networks yep no so can we go back to um your trek the trek yep. yeah yeah oh. i mean how, how did that go and you're walking for days and days on end i love walking yeah love it <laughs> i would walk anywhere but i've never done something like that yeah yeah so some days it was about eight hours of walking a day um but and i'd have breaks on top of that so i'd stop for lunch stop for coffee but usually about eight hours. Um, and, you know, you don't just switch out of the Camino at the end of the walk. Like, you stay in hostels and you're drinking red wine every night with um, <laughs> the other people that um, are on the trek. So, 
the Camino walking it is 24 seven. It's not just like, let's walk eight hours and switch off. Like you're in this little Camino trekking bubble for the 25 <laughs> days. Um, the body handled it just, um, I got massive blisters on my feet I can imagine. halfway through, um, that were excruciating, but then, um, you kind of forget about blisters because you're dealing with the, the other elements like the heat, um, the exhaustion, um, the lack of sleep because people snore in the hostels. Um, I got bed bugs a couple of times. Ooh. So I think all those like the, um, your body kind of forgets about how much in pain it is because mm. you're trying to deal with everything else. Is it set up so that at the end of the day there is somewhere to stop and, and relax and have food and, and accommodation? Yeah, they've built up a really, um, really strong like um, uh, tourism like um, aspect of hostels um, will be like maybe every five to ten kilometres so you can actually um, choose where to st- stay. Okay. Or um, if you feel like walking a little bit further, you can just go to the next little town um, and stay there. And you can just rock up um, if they've got space. You have to, like, if they don't have space, then you're in the unfortunate situation where you have to walk another five kilometers <laughs> to get to the next place. But that never happened, thankfully. Um, so, yeah, it's a massive tourism um, thing. A couple of questions. If um, Well, first of all, how many people were on this walk with you? Obviously, you didn't do it by yourself. It was a, a group organized event to raise money. Uh, no, no, I did it all by myself. Did, okay. Yeah, but what happens is I started out by myself and I had it in mind that I was going to do it all by myself, but along the way I met people and we finished as a group of five. So I met a really lovely lady from Ireland, one from uh, Germany, one from San Diego and a guy from Italy along the way. So maybe like day four, day seven, day 11, and we kind of like got this little group going and we all got along really well. We walked at the same pace. Um, yeah, so it's pretty cool. Maybe something, an annual uh, fundraising event might be born from... Uh, Let's do a glow, a glow trek. <laughs> yes. And so, we'll talk about that, that, that offline. But um, <laughs> we're almost out of time. Mm-hmm. Is, are there any um, safety tips you'd like to give us working at Collingwood that you'd like to share? Yeah, I think um, from my perspective, I would... Um, I quite passionate about family violence so I think um, I think and it goes a, a lot of it goes unreported in our community so I think um, if I have one message it's um, if you do feel unsafe or uncomfortable about something in a relationship whether it be with a partner or a family member or someone that you're closely linked to you can just come and have a chat to a police officer it doesn't need to be a formal chat if you just need advice or um, information about what to do and where to go get in touch we can get you in touch with referrals just come and have a chat because I'd we'd rather it something will they have the community get the education and information about working through because it's really hard situations to be in. So now your totally work at minus eighteen and the organisation minus eighteen it really really intrigues me. Yep. Uh, if I want more information about this group, who, how can I get this? Obviously, do you have a web page or no doubt Facebook page, which everybody has except me? Yeah. So minus eighteen um, have really strong um, social media presence. So Facebook, um, Instagram, their own web page. Yeah, their web page, um, which, which is I think is minus eighteen dot org dot au. I think. Yep. We yeah. will attach it to the podcast yes. information. And they they attend um, like midsummer, so there's a big presence. Um, and also they're in Collingwood, so I'm sure you can pop in and 
No, that's Say hello to them as well. Excellent work. Jeremy Oliver from uh, Collingwood, thank you very much. Thank uh, you so much for having for me. For the love and support you <laughs> give my community. We love and support you back for that. And I think um, we've got more we could talk about, but uh, we're going to have to have him back, I reckon. Of course. Of course. <laughs> thank you, Gabby. We'll see you next week. And uh, thank you, everybody, for listening on The Glow Show. Join 94.9. That's it from us today. Thanks for listening to another Glow Show on Joy. Tonight's episode has just been loaded to the Joy website and our podcast feed on iTunes. So if you missed anything important, you can hear it again now. Please support the volunteers who make the Glow Show happen by subscribing to our podcast and sharing them with your friends on social media. The Glow Show is produced by Will Lansing and Gabrielle Tyak and edited weekly by me, Jason Gibbs. See you next time on Joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.